Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where we get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. It is my mission to help you get sober if you find yourself struggling with substances. Um, what I want to talk about today, I'm going to hop right into it, is uh, ten. I just celebrated 10 years sober on the 14th. And maybe I should have made an episode about this on the 14th, but I didn't really think about it until now. And you know, there are some things, there are some key takeaways from what I've learned in the 10 years. And obviously I won't get into every single thing, you know, but what I will is I'll, I will put out three things that I've, that I've taken away from my journey in recovery. And, um, the first thing is you never truly know what is good for you and what is bad for you. And I say this because I look back when I was really struggling and all the things that happened in my life needed to happen. They needed to take place in order for me to become the individual that I am. And a lot of things that I didn't want to happen ended up being some of the biggest blessings for me. And on the flip side, every time that I got the things in life that I thought I wanted, I was never truly happy. I was never truly fulfilled. And I, I was left empty inside anyway. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of times we don't understand that there are bigger things going on behind the scenes. There's a bigger plan for us, um, but we get caught up in the day-to-day and our mindset is about getting instant gratification, you know, especially when we're in active addiction. And even if you're sober, a lot of times we want what we want when we want it. And a lot of times it takes patience, you know, it takes patience to really see how things play out. And I think that's one of the biggest takeaways that I go back to, um, up to, up to this point in my life. It's like, I truly don't know what is good for me and what is bad for me, you know? And historically this is correct. I've seen it play out time and time again, where, Things that I thought were going to hinder me and and be a setback and define me and you know put me on the wrong path and and certain obstacles that would pop up, I just didn't see how they were going to serve me. You know what I mean? And um, having to overcome certain obstacles in life is 100% needed. We need that in order to become our best selves. Without the struggle, we can't possibly become the individual that we're supposed to be. It's, it's kind of like, you know, there, there's the, uh, th- there's a little story about the person who watched the, uh, the butterfly start to, start to like struggling to get out of the, out of its cocoon, you know what I mean? Before it became a butterfly and, and they decided to help it and to like help it get out of the cocoon. And the butterfly ended up not being able to fly because you need the butterfly needs to be able to break through the cocoon in order to actually be able to fly, in order for the muscles in its wings to be able to um, carry its weight through flight, you know. So that's a really good example for life with, with us, you know what I mean, with human beings. We need to go through certain obstacles in life and we need to experience a lot of turmoil to harden us and to, and to make us into stronger people. 
it's like the person that prays for, for courage and God gives them a, a mountain, a mountain to climb. And they're like, well, you know, wait a minute, I'm not ready. Uh, you know, I wasn't asking for this. And courage isn't the absence of obstacles or the absence of fear. It's, it's staring fear in the face and doing things anyway. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how I look at life now. Things that are happening in my life, they're never happening to me. They're happening for me. Even if they're uh, perceived as negative or things that I don't want to happen in the moment. The second thing I want to get into is sobriety doesn't guarantee a joyful life, but it does guarantee the chance of having one. And there is a misconception I think that I think there's a misconception in the recovery community, or I should maybe say like we don't convey the message to people enough that, that of course sobriety takes work, you know what I mean? And and in recovery, it's not all, you know, sunshine and and rainbows, you know what I mean? We have to, we have to work towards having a, a good life. And that usually means dealing with some shit from the past that we haven't dealt with in a long time. And so, if we don't choose, if we don't take action and do what we need to do to better ourselves and to work on some things uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially, all the above, you know what I mean? Um, if we don't do that, then we're going to find ourselves in a lot of trouble in recovery. Um, I've been in places in recovery where I've hit emotional bottoms, rock bottoms, you know what I mean? And I found myself in a pretty dark place, a pretty bad place a bunch of different times. And, um, you know, a lot of it was obviously because of the choices that I made in sobriety. A lot of times when I wasn't taking care of myself, I wasn't taking care of my mental health, my, my physical health and the relationships in my life and, and got into uh, other other negative vices like gambling and shit and 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 many different times, right? There's many different periods of my life where I was not doing what I needed to do. I was not taking action in my life, in my recovery. I wasn't putting my recovery first and doing what I needed to do. And, you know, my life was not looking good. I was not pumped up to be sober. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it takes work. It really does. It, it We're not guaranteed a joyful, magical amazing life but we are guaranteed the opportunity to as long as we don't pick up because if I pick up I know exactly what's going to happen I know exactly where my choices are going to lead me to and or I shouldn't even say that I mean the scary part is I actually don't even know where I'll end up because all bets are off when someone like myself starts using it I'm off to the races you know so in in sobriety we need to search for that true fulfillment and well you know before i even get into that there's a process to it you know there's definitely a process to recovery and and i think really what it comes down to is we need to transcend self and the way that that looks to me the way that i look at that is first we need to figure out why we use we need to figure out what is going on underneath the surface what skeletons are in the closet that we're running from that we haven't handled the right way and that we are refusing to look at and how do we deal with these things in healthy 
in healthy ways and coping with them and looking at the problems in our life in a more positive light. So if we can change the way that we look at the problems in our life or the things that have happened in our past and move forward with a positive mindset, that's half the battle, you know? And, and so if we figure out why we do what we do and why we're using then, then, and we, and we start to build healthy coping mechanisms, then the next thing to do is to build healthy habits. You know what I mean? Build healthy habits that make us feel better, that, we're, that will raise our self-esteem, our confidence. Um, you know, this would obviously be things like going to the gym, reading books, getting more educated, uh, building uh, healthy relationships with people who are also doing the right thing, um, having a sense of community, and then eventually, what that will do when you get when you have sustainable success doing that, the whole the whole idea, the whole point of life is to create a vision for yourself, is to create a vision for where your life is, uh, where it's going to be in the future that truly excites you. You know what I mean and that's something that we should all be striving towards. And sobriety gives us the opportunity to have this. You know, we need this. We need fulfillment in life. And society does a really good job, I think, of telling people to search for security and, you know, just just settle with a job that has good benefits. And even if it's not fulfilling to you, it'll pay the bills and, and you can create a family around. And I, I don't believe in that. You know what I mean? I really believe that there's more that there's more if we choose to strive for it and get after it, you know what I mean? So, but it's all our choice. It gives a, we have the opportunity to do that now. Now that we're not a slave to the bottle or the pills or whatever it was that you're using, we can break free from that, uh, from that confinement and really find who we are and, and our mission in life, so. And then the third thing is, uh, it's very simple. <laughs> you know, it's very, very straightforward. It's, there, there's not a single problem in your life um, that will get better from drug use. You know what I mean? From a relapse, from drinking or drugging. And not for people like us. Not for people like me. Um, you know, I had to smash the idea a long time ago that drugs or alcohol, they, they were not going to do anything positive for me. And, and I had to smash the idea that someday I'd be able to control it. And I think that's one of the best things that I ever did. When I was early in my, in my recovery, within the first year or so, I truly cemented that belief that I will probably never be able to control drug use, my drug use. You know what I mean? And I feel like I had to do that because if that was like a reservation I had in the back of my head, I just didn't feel comfortable with that. You know what I mean? And because I know how I am on drugs, you know what I mean? And, and I think sometimes when people get sober for a while, they lose that fear. They, you know, it's, I've seen it time and time again that people will go back out on a harmless, you know, on a harmless couple of drinks or a little, you know, having a little fun here and there. And then before you know it, they go back to their old ways. And so early on, I had to 
absolutely smashed the idea that that was not going to be in the cards for me. Not that I decided I needed to stay sober forever, because that's not that's not what I'm talking about here. Um, I, I, you know, always kept it simple one day at a time and just focused on staying sober in the day. But I did understand that, you know, I, I probably would never be able to safely consume um, again, you know what I mean? And, and, and to be honest with you, I mean, it's evolved to the point where I have no interest in it anyway. And so the whole thing is anything that happens in my life any problem that comes my way, any anything that, any celebration that is to be had, um, any type of emotion that comes into play in my life or any type of event, there's nothing that partying or the idea of moderation or any any type of use, there's no use for it for me. You know what I mean? It's just not really an option for me. Now, of course there's there's certain circumstances where people are in pain and you know you get into accidents and health wise you might need prescription substances for certain things and, and you know that that I understand and I've been very fortunate to where that hasn't happened to me and I hope it doesn't you know what I mean but what I'm really talking about is just like life events you know what I mean I'm not talking about like medical you know going through surgeries and needing medicine and you know certain painkillers in certain situations if you're in excruciating pain um but you know what i'm really just talking about is anything that pops up in my life that that is in my control or not in my control um you know that i can let go of there's just nothing that using is going to do for me and i find a lot of peace in that some people it scares the shit out of when you're early in recovery but if you can truly accept that and just come to terms with that as your truth, as your internal truth, and if you just stay the course and you just keep putting one foot in front of the other, just taking taking it one day at a time, not not worrying about staying sober for a month or a year or or whatever, but but just staying focused on the day, but and also accepting that today, you know. I, you know, I will not be able to control my use and it's not going to solve any problem for me. If you could truly accept that, then, you know, you're going to be just fine. At the end of the day, if you put your head on the pillow at night and you got through the day sober, that's a fucking, that's a win, man. That's still a win. Honestly, if I don't accomplish shit through my day, (laughs) <laughs> and, I, you know, I have a hundred thousand things I needed to get done. And, and the only thing I actually did was stayed sober. That is a win. That's a huge, that's still a huge win because then everything else becomes possible, right? If I take care of that first and, and I don't prioritize other things before my sobriety and I keep my sobriety at number one, then everything else will fall into place. But if sobriety does not become a priority for me, it starts to slip down the, down the priority list and eventually I go back out, all bets are off. You know what I mean? So I really have accepted that as one of my truths. You know what I mean? That there's nothing, there's no situation that it's going to enhance. There's no situation that it's an attractive solution for me. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about I'm talking about absolutely anything, anything that comes into my life. 
I don't give a fuck if I get diagnosed with cancer. I don't give a fuck if, you know, if I have a tragic death in my family. I don't care if I, you know, if my business goes belly up. I'm talking about anything that happens in my life. There is nothing, absolutely nothing. I don't give a fuck if robots take over the world <laughs> and like, and you know, and we're all doomed. You know what I mean? Or, or World War Three is here and nukes are coming our way. I, I, I want to keep my, my spirit sober. You know what I mean? Um, I feel better. I think clearly, and I'm and I'm not looking to escape anything. You know what I mean? And and um, that's truly how I feel. And I think if, if we just, you know, if you have that mindset, it, it, uh, it, it's relieving. It really is. Uh, I've accepted that as my truth, that there's not a single problem that, uh, that drugs will fix for me. So I find a lot of peace in that. And it's really about breaking away from the belief system it's reverse engineering. It's about breaking away from the belief system that I adopted early. Maybe you can relate to this. Um, but early in my drug use, I thought the total opposite. I thought drugs were going to solve every single one of my problems. I mean, it became the, uh, it became the solution to everything. Um, all the emotions that would come up or all the problems from my past, all the problems that would be coming in my future. It was my immediate escape. And I found a lot of comfort in that, right? Because I was full of fear and I was young and I didn't know how to deal with, I didn't know how to deal with myself. I didn't know how to deal with the world. And, and that was a really quick, easy button for me to press. And I became very good at it. You know what I mean? I came, became very resourceful on how to acquire that. So now reverse engineering it in sobriety, I've totally flipped it to where clearly it's the opposite. You know what I mean? And, I've, and I had to smash that belief system because it was so strong in my programming, in my, in, in my mind. Um, I adopted that belief system at a really early age. You know, I'll never forget the first time I smoked weed, I was nine years old. And I remember thinking, wow, I really like this. <laughs> you know, I, I really enjoy this. And um, I knew that that was going to be in, my, in the foreseeable future for a long time. And then that obviously progressed. But that mentality um, was programmed deep into my subconscious. So I, in order for me to really have a chance in, in sobriety, I needed to eventually come to terms that that was not a true, that belief system that I formed was not actually true, but it was to me in the moment. You know what I mean? And it also understanding this has allowed me to look at other belief systems that I developed that weren't true either. That society taught me that, you know, that I learned from you know, my family and, and all that, you know what I mean? There's a lot of, a lot of things that we grow up on that aren't necessarily true. And, and it's not out of hate, right? It's not like our, it's not like our parents are doing things on purpose. It's just that, you know, everyone's, everyone's been programmed to some extent. So when you realize this, you get to kind of take a step back and look at yourself the way that you think and question certain things that have been going on for a long time. And it's very freeing. 
So those are the three. Um, those are the three that I got for you guys, and and that's all I have for today. And I appreciate I appreciate you for tuning into my my podcast and uh, and uh, listen, guys. You know, just keep it simple, one day at a time. And um, if you need help, if you need help getting sober, you can reach out to my line. It is two zero three. 917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. And I will see you guys on the next one.